people get insurance for alien abductions, falling coconuts, and pirate takeovers. Crazy, right? What's not crazy is Domino's carryout insurance. We'll replace your pizza for free if something happens to it after you leave the store, whether it's dropping it or a pirate alien throwing coconuts at it. Carry out Domino's large three-topping pizzas for $7.99 each. Carry out only must ask for this limited-time offer. Prices, participation, and charges may vary. Insurance coverage for this promotion applies exclusively to Domino's Pizza LLC, its affiliates, and independent franchisees. Broader restrictions apply. Visit Domino's.com for more details. SRN Survival Radio Network. Now, this month, 
a lot of you may or may not know is Men's Health Awareness Month. So we're going to be tackling that throughout the month. In fact, we got an action plan month, uh, and we're going to start dealing with that today. But before that, I'd like to go ahead and bring on to the show our associate producer, uh, Mr. Jeffrey A. Lamar. Hello there, sir. How are you? All right. Good travels. Good travels All right. to you. Excellent, excellent, excellent. Glad to have you on the show. Um, I was able to get in some, uh, I don't know whether you made it to the gym today. I was able to get in a little exercise today. Did you get in some exercise this morning? Well, I had to cut my fa- fantastic round of golf shorts to make sure <laughs> I, I was made the <laughs> make sure I made the show cut time, and I'm actually headed home now, okay, uh, so I could get in a quiet place. But yeah, it was a uh, you know temperature wasn't too bad. It's always good to get a little activity and and sweat in. Hey, golf is a sport, and golf is exercise. So <laughs> yes, it is. That's a beautiful thing. That's a beautiful thing. I think a lot of men, we really need to get into that. Um, you know, not that we're ignoring the women this month, but this is Men's Health Awareness Month. Now, according to the American Academy of Family Physicians, they did a survey. And this is a, this is an organization of physicians. They did a survey, and they found that male patients often do not take prescriptions as directed. They also don't get routine tests that doctors order. So for a lot of us, this is not something new. You know, uh, just think about your family. Think about some. Think about your father. Think about your brother. Think about your uncles. Some of them, a lot of men are just sometimes resistant to health care. Not all, as proven by this survey. On the plus side, the same survey showed that 61% of men say they have seen a doctor in the last six months or less. So we're making the right moves. I just think we need to get more educated about it. And that is the total purpose of the Weekly Wellness Show. We want to make you better health and wellness consumers. So the CDC decided to generate some guidelines regarding to this, and they decided to give out tips regarding men's health, but based on specific age groups, and we're going to cover those throughout the month, but I'm going to go ahead and start today, and they broke this down in the ages 20s to 30, or 20s and 30s, 40s to 50s, 60s and beyond, so we're going to deal with the 20s and the 30-year-olds today, so with that, with regard to, and a lot of this, again, is, is talking about preventive health, so with regard to vaccinations, it's still recommended that you get your flu shot every year. I mean, we all know what happened this year, and I know there's a lot of controversy about that regarding the flu shot and some of the possible side effects and and, and a lot of accusations. And so, again, the Week Wellness Show is not here to tell you what to do. We're not here to tell you. We're not here to be your doctor. We want you to have that discussion. Now, the other thing they recommended was to have your tetanus booster. You need to have that every 10 years. A lot of you know, whether you work around the house, whether you have a job such as a construction job that requires you to be out and about and deal with anything, rusty nails or, or metal, you might want to make sure that you have your tetanus shots up to date. Another vaccination is the whooping cough vaccine, and we really need to focus on having the booster. That is unless you are certain you have already had one as a teenager or a preteen. 
Now, another big one is the human papilloma vaccine, okay, human papilloma virus vaccine. Now, we've talked about HPV before. We talked about that in the context of women and cervical cancer several months back. Uh, but, hey, guess what? Men, it's being recommended now. Men need to have it, too. Why? Because a lot of men can be carriers of this virus, which can cause some detrimental effects, particularly to a female partner. So if you're under 21 and haven't received it yet, or if you are under 26 and sexually active, and that's whether with a man or a woman, you need to talk to your doctor about having HPV vaccine as well. Now, the other general tests that are involved that are recommended for men in their 20s and their 30s, you got to have your blood pressure checked. You know, we talked about that in February uh, here on the Weekly Wellness Show. You should have that checked at least, uh, a, a, you know, once or twice, you know, during the year just to make sure, particularly, particularly if you have a family history. Don't forget about that cholesterol is now recommended starting at 35 that you should have your cholesterol tested every three to five years depending on your results. Now, remind you, this recommendation is not for everybody. This is if you're in your 20s or your 30s. Now, if you've had high blood pressure, heart disease, all of that, that you might need to get, no, you should get your blood test done at the age of 25. So if your parents have heart disease or high blood pressure, you need to start getting your cholesterol checked at the age 25. Now, diabetes is another big issue. Now, if you're overweight or you're obese, um, again, I'm talking to men in their 20s and their 30s, or if you know somebody in their 20s or 30s and there's a family history of diabetes, then you should get your blood glucose check. There's another test called a hemoglobin A1C. The beauty of that test, it not only tests your glucose level at the time your blood is being drawn, but it tests it over the past several months. So these are some very important tests and screening tools that are available. Look, we live in a great time of mankind. We live in a time when we sometimes we can take a blood test to help us decide about our health. We need to take advantage of it. So we're going to be planning to do some more and going through a lot more of this uh, type of thing throughout this month uh, because it is Men's Health uh, Awareness Month. So if you are a man or got a man, you need to listen to the Weekly Wellness Show. Now, you can also check us out on the social, uh, other social media platforms. I already mentioned the uh, fan book page. And we're also uh, on Twitter. And so I think those are some other social media that we like for you to catch some of our information on. So you don't have any excuse. We're also on Instagram. Now, today we're going to have another great show. Uh, we have another great guest, as usual, here on the Weekly Wellness Show. We're going to be talking about gender roles. But not just the traditional uh, gender roles. We're going to be talking about gender roles and their reversal. You know, a lot of things have happened uh, within our culture, and a lot of it has to do with economics. A lot of it has to do with preference. There's a lot of factors involved. So we're going to be having a expert in this area, somebody who deals with this every day, once again, we're going to have the infamous Dr. Lashana Newton on. So before that, before we get into that, 
We're going to go ahead and take our first commercial break. So, ladies and gentlemen, 20 and 30 years old, 40 and 50, please stay tuned so that you can be informed. Did you know that 207,000 homes were flipped by more than 138,000 flippers in 2017? Both of those numbers are the highest ever in the past 10 years. You can be a successful real estate investor too. Join Ramon Tooks, investor, author, and coach for Flipology 101, the boot camp. During this intense two-day experience, Ramon will teach you how to successfully find, fund, fix and flip properties and change your life and legacy for only $197. Yes, only $197. Two amazing classes will be held soon, June 23rd and 24th in St. Louis, Missouri, and July 14th and 15th in Atlanta, Georgia. RSVP today at the early bird rate of $197 at RamonTooks.com. You may have heard the phrase, deals are done on the golf course, but do you know how that happens? The book Nine Holes, Nine Goals will provide hole-by-hole guidance on what to do and mistakes to avoid during a round of business golf. Pre-order your copy today at NineHoles9Goals.com because closing deals on the golf course is no longer just a phrase. You can do it too. Looking for a cafe with a home-like appeal where all who enter feel like they are part of something? Visit My Coffee Shop, located in East Lake, Atlanta, Georgia. MCS has a full breakfast and lunch menu, offering both hot and cold options, and is home of the amazing basil lemonade. But don't forget their assortment of freshly brewed coffees. Come on by at 2462 Memorial Drive, Atlanta, Georgia, 30317. We're pretty sure my coffee shop at East Lake will become your coffee shop, too. SRN Survival Radio Network. you've experienced, this may vary. However, 
there's a lot of things that we can take in mind and, and kind of some tools that we could do to deal with whatever type of gender role or gender role reversal, should I say, that you may or may not be experiencing. So as usual on the weekly, weekly wellness show, we don't just like to talk. We like to talk with authority. Therefore, we bring on authority, and today is no different. As I mentioned earlier, Dr. Lashana Newton is joining us today. Now, she is a counseling psychologist. She received her doctorate in counseling psychology from Argosy University in Sarasota. She also has a master's in rehabilitation counseling from the Fort Valley State University. Go Wildcats! She is currently a licensed professional counselor and a certified rehabilitation counselor. She's been in the mental health field for over 17 years. She's worked in a variety of settings, including government contracting, private practice, mental health hospitals, and sexual abuse treatment centers. She's also been an adjunct professor for several colleges and universities and a subject matter expert on a variety of panels and talk shows, including... Uh, the Weekly Wellness Show. More recently, she started C3 Project LLC, which stands for Conversation, Catalyst, and Change. This business is geared towards wellness coaching and motivational speaking. You can find her on Facebook, Instagram, as well as YouTube. Just search with C3, that's C as in cat, 3, Project LLC. So without further ado, let's welcome to the show, Dr. Lashana Newton. Good afternoon, Dr. Williams. How are you? Great, great, great. We're so glad that you're able to join us today. Thank you so much, and thank you for having me again. (laughs) Well, I'd like to say you were the star of our of the show all last month. <laughs> uh because right. we, yeah, you know, we did a lot of mental health uh 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 topics and we thank you for that. We thank you for that content. We most certainly thank you for that advice. And so with this being uh the first weekend of a new month we saw no reason to stop. <laughs> so uh right. we're gonna bring in we're gonna talk about some gender roles. Now, you know, in particularly in my profession as a physician, I, I've kind of seen this a little bit. Uh, you know, sometimes uh you know, I, I guess this happens with professions, but I've seen several female physicians who um who are who are active and busy, have busy practices and their their husbands are at home you know, taking care of the kids and, and doing some of the things that traditionally those roles would be reversed. So, And uh, that's just from my experience. I'm quite sure you see this quite a bit. So I thought it was a very important topic today, and I'm glad it's something you can help us out with. Oh, you're more than welcome. And interesting enough, you know, I understand that it's men's month, but this is a topic that, generally speaking, affects men more than it affects women. And, you know, uh-huh. as we go through the show, you will see exactly why. And we're going to talk about it from, you know, a timeline perspective and 
you know, stereotypes and myths and all those things and how it comes into play and, and actually how it plays also into mental health and wellness. Right, right. Well, I guess we'll start first by defining this. Um, you know, we all have our own definition of gender roles, but scientifically and academically, what is the definition of, of gender role? So I decided for the sake of this show to pick two different definitions. Um, of course, you can find definitions everywhere, and for the content of this show, I chose um, certain references to use. However, keep in mind that this is not necessarily you know, the stand-all, be-all of definitions and references. But um, for this show, you know, as far as general roles are concerned, we're talking about a definition such as the pattern or behavior, personality traits, and attitudes defining masculinity and femininity in a certain culture. Now, to add to that, general roles in society basically are – how we are expected to act, act, speak, dress, groom, and conduct ourselves based upon our assigned sex. Now, if you strip all of that away, all we're talking about are stereotypes based on being a man or a woman. Mm -hmm. And if you want to dig deeper, which we can come back on another show to talk about that, but, you know, (laughs) now we're very – now we're very fluid in how we define gender. Um, you know, you you don't necessarily go along with what you're born as is what you identify as. But for today's show, we're talking about traditionally speaking, what you're born as, male and female roles. So that's how we're gonna move forward with the definition of gender role today. Right. That sounds great. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you have to take into account all the things, like as we're speaking now, someone is doing more research on how to or how not to define gender roles. So (laughs) we have to lay that foundation down so that no one is offended, for one, and to just be very clear on what direction we're going in with this discussion. Right, yeah, because it's it's definitely out there. Um, people, are, you know, what probably was people did not talk about a lot in the past, they are now talking about. And then, uh, you know, with the changing uh, advances in medicine as well as the uh, changes with regard to economics, I think this has also shifted or has an effect on, you know, what does the male do in a relationship and what does a female do in a relationship. Exactly, and you're right. And so, like, in speaking on traditional gender roles, and when I throw out the next set of terms I'm going to throw out, I'm definitely talking about before the women's rights movement and that Mm -hmm. era came about. When you start thinking about traditional gender roles, like when you hear things like the breadwinner of the family, traditionally speaking, that was the man. Um, Yes. Because he was the one that would go work and bring home the finances, et cetera. And so then that lends lends to him also being the controller or the dominant person in the relationship. Again, having to do with the fact that he was the one out working, 
he was the one bringing in the finances. So then that gave the nurturer role to the female because generally speaking, you would have the mom who was not working but who was at home taking care of the children, taking care of things around the house that were traditionally women's um, duties, like cleaning the house, cooking, and making sure the kids were together, washing clothes, that type of thing. So it just kind of did like this particular role was already filled, but at work or in the workforce, so who's taking care of what needs to be taken care of at home? That was the woman. And then even just in appearance, you know, men usually had short hair, wore pants. Women had long hair. They wore skirts. Men were allowed to get dirty, literally. Right. Women were not supposed to be dirty. You know, they were supposed to be clean and kept together at all times. <laughs> right, right. And so, you know, you have all of these things, these gender differences. It, girls mature earlier than right. men. Therefore, you know, men could date a younger woman as a, in some arranged marriages. The men would be older and the mm. girls would be much younger, basically just coming out of their teenage years. But right. the girls were also known to mature far quicker than a man. So mentally, some people thought, okay, they're on the same level, so this is okay. Mm. So those are, you know, traditional Traditional gender roles in relationships based on what I call what we'll call somewhat prehistoric times. <laughs> right, right, <laughs> right. I, and I've heard some less kind of terms uh, when a woman is mad. <laughs> you know, right. you, you get into an argument with a woman about something, and I'm speaking from a man's perspective. You know, they say, "Well, that's the Neanderthal," uh, you know days or whatever but yes. you know that, yeah so thought. you know yes. we, we we all know that there's 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 been a cultural shift so to speak what are some of those reasons for it i you know i think i've mentioned some but you're the expert you know i talked about economics earlier and that kind of thing but what are some of those reasons for role reversal well what we're seeing kind of trending now um in our field is number one or what number one for what I'm seeing. I work with the government, so Mm -hmm. a lot of what I'm seeing is role reversals when someone has to deploy, when a military um, service member has to deploy. So you have those roles when that person is at home, and then when that person leaves, all of these roles are now assigned to one person generally or they're having to negotiate and bring in extra help, like maybe a parent or a sibling, um, to help now renegotiate what their roles were prior to this person having to deploy. Mm-hmm. Uh, additionally, you have people who are maybe losing jobs or changing jobs or retirement. Yeah, you know, yeah. You're mm-hmm. you're not your maybe your hours change, maybe your pay change, or maybe you're just not going into an office to work anymore. So that definitely changes the dynamics and the availability of someone to be able to deal with a household duty or chore that might have typically been assigned to someone else. Um right. illness or death in the family. Um 
illness being, you know, whether this person can no longer do what they were able to do, mm-hmm. whether it's by injury, physically, or maybe mentally, they cannot handle those duties anymore, or just death. Now this person is no longer in the household. And a lot of the responsibilities that were there before, now whomever is left behind has to take on that responsibility. Um, right. This time of year, really popular, empty nesters. You don't have mm-hmm. kids to take care of anymore. What am I going to do with myself? A lot of right. people are going back to school, or now that the child is out of the home, if they weren't working before, they're not going to decide to go to work or go back to work or maybe pick up more hours at work. That changes the dynamic of the household. And last but not least, remarriage. Yeah. You're marrying mm-hmm. somebody different. Their mm-hmm. lifestyle may be very different than the lifestyle you had before with your previous spouse or in a previous right. relationship. So now you have to go back to the drawing board and figure out how are we going to handle this. So those are just a few examples. Of course, there are many more, but those are kind right. of like my top five that I see happening and basically are the the reasons for some role reversals happening now in this time frame. Right, right. Yeah, I, I could definitely see that now, um, now that you mention it, uh, and, and that's why you're on the show. I mean, deployment, that's, you know, if you, somebody's going to go overseas for several months or a year, that's automatic role reversal. Of course, you know, being a physician, I see, uh, thankfully I don't see death a lot, but I do see it. Obviously, that's a, that can cause a change in role reversal. And uh, remarriage, I can see all of that. I, I was watching Rev Run on uh, TV the other day. I remember you know, this is a reality show, uh, former member of Run DMC. And, you know, the reality show basically has, has been, had been going on for years. And But when it first started, they had a house full of kids. And so now he has a new show where he's is focusing on redecorating the house because they're empty nesters. I mean, I think they have one or two that are still there, but the bulk of their children are gone. So <laughs> I guess they decided to deal with some of their changes by redecorating the house, turning a playroom into a nail salon and, and that kind of thing. So all of these things, I think, are very, very uh, interesting and in some cases inevitable. So, yeah, these are Great examples of role reversal. Well, Dr. Noon, I'd like to continue our conversation uh, with regard to this and get into some uh, uh, more reasons and how we can do this. But we'll go ahead, ladies and gentlemen, take another commercial break. So please stay tuned so that you can be informed. a content creator, social media socialite, influencer, or simply love to record current events, you need the joystick. The joystick is an essential tool for every type of digital content creator. It holds two or more mobile phones or tablets, allowing users to stream and record hands-free on multiple apps simultaneously. And it's lightweight and portable. 
For more information or to purchase your joystick today, visit our website at www.joystick.com. Do you have tax issues, owe back taxes, or need tax relief? Contact L&B Tax Service today. L&B offers you over 15 years of expertise and first-class tax service for individuals, professionals, and business owners. With nationwide service, you can easily find a location near you. Contact one of our tax professionals through our website, lbtaxservice.com. That's www.lbtaxservice.com. L&B Tax Service Incorporated. Tax professionals that you can trust. IDOPE, IDOPE, globally inspired vision stylewear, a fusion of classic heritage and contemporary sophistication, an essential part of your lifestyle and fashion expression. IDOPE, IDOPE, vision stylewear for the fashion forward and socially conscious. Let's make this a dope world together. IDOPE, IDOPE, available online at IDOPE.com. That's E-Y-E-D-O-P-E, IDOPE.com. Survival Radio Network, with now more than 1 million downloads. Congratulations to the staff, producers, engineers, and hosts for your tireless pursuit of excellence. And thank you, our loyal listeners, for supporting this movement to inspire, motivate, and educate people worldwide. Survival Radio Network, Survival Radio Christian Network, and our new Survival Sports Radio Network broadcast top-notch shows Sunday through Saturday. Check us out by visiting our website at www.survivalradionetwork.us. SRN, we do radio one million strong. SRN Survival Radio Network. Welcome back. Welcome back. You listening to the Weekly Wellness Show. Here on the Survival Radio Network, a network with over 1 million downloads. I'm your host, Dr. Aaron Williams, and our guest today is Dr. Lashana Newton. We're having an exciting conversation regarding gender roles and gender reversal. Before the break, we defined gender roles. We talked about some of the reasons that, that lead to gender role reversal. Um, Dr. Newton, why the change um, with regard to this? You mentioned, you know, before some of the, the movements that have gone on prior, but what are some of those other changes and, and why the change and why they've caused some changes in gender roles? Well, if you look at the timeline and you think about the women's rights movement, mm-hmm. prior to that, you have to realize that, one, women weren't really allowed to be educated. And usually with education comes the ability to work. When we were allowed to work, they weren't necessarily in jobs that people deemed in a high esteem compared to men's jobs. So, therefore, we were given lower salaries. Um, I don't even, I, I, I'm guessing that eventually, initially, excuse me, 
that women weren't also probably allowed to work full time if they were allowed to work at all. Mm-hmm. Because it was frowned upon, like, you're a woman. You should be at home, you know, having babies, taking care of babies, taking care of the house, you know, making sure the food is ready when the man gets home from work, that kind of thing. So you have to also keep in mind that, you know, for the longest we weren't allowed to work, and when we were, those types of jobs were still stereotyped. You may have been cooking or cleaning or washing or ironing. You definitely weren't in what would be considered a Fortune 500 company back then. That was just unheard of. Also, voting. Women weren't allowed to vote. Once we were allowed to vote, guess what? Bills Uh were then put on the table that affected women and their ability to be able to do other things. So the timeline that kind of puts in perspective even some of the issues we still have today where women feel like they're not paid the same as men to do the same job or they're not given the same opportunity to do jobs that have been stereotyped as men's work. Um, You know, voting-wise, you know, they feel like certain bills are passed that really don't take into consideration women and their ability to be able to do certain things. So it's just, you know, uh, that timeline that it, although it has evolved, there's still some work to be done. But that's like one of the reasons that gender role, gender role reversal kind of came into play. Because once a woman was allowed to get an education and start working and start voting, that changed how many opportunities were available to her. And then that changed the household dynamics. And you also right. have to keep in mind, too, the cost of living increase. I mean, when you think about shows like Leave it to Beaver, for example. Yeah, you know, I remember the man that. Went to work. Yeah, the man went to work. Everybody on the street had the same kind of house. The, all the men went to work. They would go out to work the same time in the morning. The woman would be at home, and they kind of had the same routine. And because of this, you know, men were paid more because women weren't expected to work. They were paid enough to take care of a household with a wife and children. Now, the cost of living, you you are going to be hard-pressed to find someone who can manage a household on one salary. Right. And, like, we just have too many additional factors to take into place. The cost of electricity, the, the availability of resources to have gas for cars. Like, you know, back in the day, they didn't even have cars. They had horses and carriages. Or they walked to work. <laughs> like, you know, mm-hmm. now you have cars, you have to put gas in, you have houses that are bigger that require more because of global warming. They require more heat and air. So you have all these dynamics that come into play for funding your ability to live mm-hmm. and live and or live comfortably. So that kind of went out the window as far as that a, a one-person salary being able to sustain a home. And then when the woman started going to work, they were no longer available to take care of the children. So now we have to pay someone right. to take care of these children. Daycares, you know, nobody's taking care of children for free anymore. Nope. Not even relatives. <laughs> like, you know? Like you, you remember those days, <laughs> right? There's no more going to grandma's house if we no. need to here. But grandma still, got, grandma still want money. 
Grandma need to feed you. And, you know, because Grandma has a cost of living, too. So, you know, right. the kids go over with these kids running up my light bill. They running up my what? Right. <laughs> you know, so those are the types of things that have kind of, you know, or catapulted the gender roles or the change in gender roles. They were That was kind of like the catalyst. And, again, it's not all inclusive, but just a few things. You know that kind of tell you why how we got here, right? That right, sense. right. Yeah, that's very key. I, I remember the Leave It to Beaver. I mean, uh, his name was Ward Cleaver. <laughs> Ward would come home, and Mrs. Cleaver would have on a dress. I think she might even have heels and pearls. So uh, yes. I know that was television, <laughs> but you know that was the expectation in those days, and now things have changed. And there's a lot of uh, different dynamics uh, that are that, that are going on. Um, so, well, what are some what are some of those myths about men and women, you know, in relationships that contributed to some of this, and some of the things that we need to be thinking about? Well, now that okay, again, if you keep in with the timeline of things. Mm-hmm. Not that women never had a voice, it's just that the voice wasn't heard. Right. So now that women are able to voice their thoughts and opinions, you're realizing that a lot of myths about men and women, likes, dislikes, actions, etc., are not true. So, for example, mm-hmm. women are more romantic than men. Mm-hmm. Mm. Depending <laughs> on your experience. I agree uh, with that. In that context. <laughs> Depending on your experience, you may that may have been the population you have dealt with, but that's not always right. The case. I mean, I I'm, I'm agreeing that that's right. I'm agreeing that that's that <laughs> does not that's a myth. Uh, to be yeah. point blank, is not all women are romantic. Yes. <laughs> no, they are not. There are some women who are lacking in the romance area. Right. So just, you know, a lot of what we've seen on TV or social media or mm-hmm. what maybe some of the things that they did previously because they thought that was what they had to do. Right. Now that people are realizing they have a voice and they don't have to do that. Yeah, that's right. Either they don't have it naturally or they're choosing mm-hmm. not to do it. But Pre- either way, Dr. it's Newton. a myth. <laughs> it's a myth, yes. And I, say, I, I have definitely run into some guys, surprisingly, that are very romantic, and I'm like, wow, where mm-hmm. did you come from? Like, <laughs> right, 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 right. They, they are out there. Um, another um, myth: a man's physical attract. Uh, uh, excuse me, a male's physical attractiveness is more important to men than women, if that makes sense. So, like, men place more value on looks than women do. That is incorrect. Mm. Women are definitely very conscious of how a man looks. They are very particular about how they want their men to look. Mm -hmm. I, I think it just comes from that women can overlook how a man's physical appearance because they can oh, see how they are as a person versus a man is very much into a woman's physical appearance. Not so not so much. I do have, or I have encountered a lot of women who have not dealt with a man 
because they mm-hmm. felt like he was not physically attractive to a certain degree. Mm-hmm. And it was pure physical. It had nothing to do with his heart. Wow, wow. <laughs> and how he treated them. So that's another myth that, you know, men are very focused on how a woman looks and women are not focused on how men look. That is not the truth. They are about the same in mm-hmm. my experience. Everybody's concerned <laughs> with physical attractiveness. Um, another myth, women aren't interested in casual sex. I don't know if you listen to the radio, watch mm-hmm. social media, uh, excuse me, watch reality TV. <laughs> right. <laughs> even scripted TV. Mm, they're not pulling these stories out of thin air. Right, <laughs> exactly. The women who are interested in casual sex. And, again, you have to keep in mind, once yes. women were allowed to speak and people started listening, you began to learn that there are some things that women are are not as different as you think. About right. women that are not as different as you think when it comes to comparing them to men. Another one, men um, have they have fundamentally different personalities, to, or how they approach a relationship is very different. And a lot of this came from. That book, Women Are From, I think, is it? I'm sorry, Men Are From Wives, Women Are From Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so that was a huge phenomenon, and I'm not saying that that doesn't hold some truth because genetically Mm -hmm. we are built very differently. Like if we were, and you can definitely attest to this, if you were to color code the amount of hormones that's in a man and the amount of hormones that are in a woman, it's going to be like double. Right. (laughs) how many hormones women have and how those hormones shift at, with age during a particular time of the month, when you're younger, when you're older, um, it's, it's very different. So, therefore, yes, we're going to approach things differently based on just genetics and, you know, what our hormones are kind of propelling us to do or how to act or react to certain things. But, it doesn't mean that every woman is the same about certain situations. Like every woman is not hormonal at that during a particular time of the month. Right. Every woman right. is not as hormonal as some when she's carrying a child. Like every woman does not approach grief the same way. Like it's just all those stereotypical things that you think a woman would have a reaction to <clears throat> or how she approaches a relationship you know, women and men now, or there's a this is a big contra- like this is a big controversy. Um, should a woman ask a man out on a date? Should a woman mm-hmm. pay for a man's date? You know, those type of things. You're getting into those myths about how women approach relationships, and sometimes I feel bad for men because they're a little blindsided <laughs> in that they might think oh, this woman's going to act this way because she's a woman. Right. And then they do something that would be stereotypical of a male trait, and then the guy is like, wait a minute. Right. <laughs> what am I supposed yeah. to do with that? <laughs> yeah. Pop the, pop the tell about that. <laughs> yeah. And then vice versa. There are a lot of guys out here who are, emo- as some would say, very emotional, similar to that of a woman. So, you have the guy that is, um, quote, unquote, the nag in the relationship or 
complaining about the lack of romance or you're not paying attention to me, that type of thing. And, you know, that's throwing women off too. Like no, uh-huh. <laughs> nobody, nobody knows what to do anymore. If you're still kind of stuck in those myths, um, and a bigger, I'll say one of the bigger and one of my final myths I'm going to talk about is that physical abuse in relationships mm-hmm. always is always committed by the man. That is untrue mm-hmm. as well. There are women out here who are defi- definitely physically abusing men. Oh, yeah. It yeah. goes unreported mm-hmm. because the men are embarrassed, embarrassed to tell right. Yeah, I've but, seen you those. Know, there are some yeah. Women, yeah, there are some women out here throwing punches and landing. <laughs> you know, like yeah, yeah, they <laughs> they they missed it on the. Uh, you know, I think our growing up, what is it? Girls supposed to be uh, sweet and nice and something. I don't know some little yeah. rhyme they had, but yeah, they missed Sugar that. Spice some of them and missed that part. Night. Yeah, yeah, right. that's what it is. Yeah, yeah. Sugar yeah, spice and everything nice. No. <laughs> No, there are a lot of women out yeah. here who are definitely, and it doesn't have anything to do with the fact that the man is not strong enough right, to exactly. take the hit. It's just that the man is not trying to hit this it's or retaliate in a physical way. Right. right. And so right. they don't want to report it because it will still be considered physical abuse, and that comes exactly. with such a negative connotation when it's reversed. Right, yeah. Yeah, I, I agree with so you. So those are just some myths yeah. and stuff. I agree with you yeah, on all of them, but that one, yeah, for sure, yeah. I've seen those stats. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's a big deal. Well, all of this has got to have some side effects. You know, there's got to be some uh, uh, reaction to the action. What are some of those? How would that manifest uh, in a relationship? Right. So, being that I'm usually speaking on mental health, how it attributes to mental health is. You're definitely dealing with some people who are depressed because mm-hmm. they cannot do what they were what they used to do, right? In the relationship, so they're okay. feeling like yeah. they're less of a man or less of a woman in the relationship. The anxiety comes in when the new person or whoever that this person now has extra roles and responsibilities that were not mm-hmm. there right. before. So now they're very anxious about having to now do something new or something different. And, that, uh-huh. and, again, these side effects are not abnormal, but some people have a harder time than others dealing with this, and that's when they, you know, seek counseling to kind of help them negotiate their feelings about it. The anger comes in with the resentment, and it it could be that, they're just angry because there's nobody to blame. Like, you can't blame someone for falling ill. And, you know, with your patients, you definitely understand this. You see patients, uh, particularly mm-hmm. patients dealing with cancer, you know, where the, this person can no longer contribute in a certain capacity to certain duties they had before. But now they're angry because they can't, and there's nowhere to put the blame, if that makes sense. Right. So they're right. just angry, and they're lashing out at any and everybody or everything that happens. Um, so, you know, you, you have to deal with the anger management. And it's just low self-esteem. Um, right. You know, maybe something happened to where your physical appearance is not the same. So now you're mm-hmm. dealing with not only am I unable to do what I used to do, I don't look the same, but now am I still as attractive to my mate in this relationship? Right. 
um, both physically and mentally. Mm-hmm. You know, you you just kind of go through that. So it's a, it's kind of like a blow to your right. self-esteem in that manner. So, you know, those are some of the side effects you might see. Yeah. And that's kind of like what I see coming into the office, so to speak, when you are dealing with situations like this. Right. Well, when you see that, uh, Dr. Newton, we got about <clears throat> nine or ten minutes left. How do, how do you handle that, and, and what do you recommend to your patients uh, on how to, you know, we've identified these causes, these changes, and the symptoms. What do you, how do you advise your patients on that? Communication is key. I'm always a huge proponent of communication. The good, the bad, the ugly, you have to communicate. If you can't do it on your own, go to seek counsel, speak to, um, if there's an MD involved, speak to the doctor if you um, deal with clergy or some type of support groups, whatever. Any type of counsel you can find. If you can't do it yourself, have someone mediate the communication for you. But no one's going to understand what you're dealing with until you voice it. Like, we can't read minds. And then when, when you voice it, you... The two people that are involved need to be the people that are involved. Right. Meaning, don't worry about judgment, other people's opinions, how other people might view how you are negotiating new roles and responsibilities. You cannot let that affect what you and this person have agreed to do in your household, in your relationship. Right. So, you know, if... If they're not contributing positively, then don't allow it into your space. And then be flexible. It's easy to sit down and say, oh, well, okay, well, you can't cut the grass anymore for reasons X, Y, and Z. So I'm going to cut the grass. But guess what? I might not be good at cutting the grass either. So you need to be flexible. (laughs) Right. But this isn't working. So maybe we need to consider asking uncle such and such or cousin such and such to come over and cut the grass or maybe we need to hire someone be flexible with the plan and don't get angry if it doesn't work just try something else try something else and you know last but not least is be being willing to evolve Mm -hmm. this might be a temporary situation right it might Mm -hmm. be a temporary situation it might be a permanent situation but regardless you're going to change at some point both parties in the relationship are going to change. And it might be a change for 30 days. It might be a change for 30 years. But you need to be okay with the fact that this relationship and we as individuals are going to evolve. And therefore, the dynamics of our household are going to evolve. And although we're saying, okay, we're going to do this like this right now, guess what? something else may happen to one or both parties to where you have to revisit this again. That's life. Right. Mm-hmm. That's just life. And you mm-hmm. need to be open to that. Whether you're just naturally getting older and can't do some of the things you don't, you used to do or some of the reasons that I mentioned earlier occur and there's a immediate change. I mean, you just have to be willing to go with the flow. And again, right. forget about the stereotypes that society is putting on you. Because when you start, when you try to stay confined to that, that's right. even more stressful than you and the person just having a conversation and just being real and be like, hey, I might be a woman, but I can't comb my daughter's hair. I don't do, I don't do hair. Right. We need to figure, we need to figure this out. 
And I see that a lot too. Like the traditional roles, throw them out. The man might not be the one to take out the trash or trim the hedges. Guess what? That's okay. Like we're worried about a lot of mediocre stuff and we're allowing it to become massive when all it takes is a household uh, decision. And that's uh, we have too many things to be stressed about. Like don't sweat the small stuff. Just right. go with it. Make your rules. Stick with your rules and what works for you, and don't worry about what other people have to say about it. Right. Well, it, it brings to mind uh, the the uh, you know, and I know uh, our topic is on relationships, and that's whether you're married or not, or not married. You can be in a relationship and not be married, but you know, it's part of the marriage vows for better or for worse. And I guess that's probably one of the. This is this is, this is a time when you dig in for better or for worse. Yeah. And and communicate. And when you mention communication, you know, I, I used to watch a lot, still watch uh, quite a bit of Cosby. And when um, Claire and Heathcliff, at the end of the day, <laughs> are in the bed and they're chatting, you know, they're talking about yeah. their relationship, they're talking about the kids or whatever. Uh, communication, the big C, still is, um, can be the big cure-all for a lot of things and you know, one thing about communication is you may not end up agreeing with your partner, but at least you know where your partner comes from. Uh, exactly. So uh, at least you got that understanding. And in my opinion, that may even prevent some type of blow-up uh, with regard to this because now if somebody does say something or do something, you know it's not necessarily out of being the other person being, uh, you know, uh, vengeful is the fact that they right. just don't like that. You know, uh, well, hell, she didn't cook um, uh, pork because she don't eat pork. I mean, you know, it's not right. because even though she knows I like it, you know, I mean, it's, it's that kind of thing. So you know that, well, this yeah. person's not really being mean. It's that this is that, that person is somewhat of paying attention to their own likes. And, yeah. uh, you know, that's that's a big deal. And, and the flexibility is another thing. You know, you know, I, I use example when they build bridges. And I was surprised, but a lot of us, particularly if you've been in Florida, you drive across the bridge, you may or may not notice that the bridge may sway a little bit. And yeah. the architects and the engineers design it in a, such a way that so when a high wind comes or high water comes, you know, it doesn't crack and fall right, apart. Right. So exactly. I, you're right. I think all of these are, 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 are pretty much – uh, you know, tools that we need to, to use. And, and could you hit those four again, uh, Dr. Noon? Sure. So, uh, Communication. Uh, mm-hmm. Isolation from everyone else's judgment and opinion. Mm-hmm. Flexibility with your plan. And willingness to evolve as a couple. And, you know, keep in mind that everybody's ideal when they go into a relationship is probably based on whatever they grew up with. Right. So either they're going to, sure. they mm-hmm. like how they grew up or they don't. So they're going <laughs> to try to formulate. It's real black and white. So they're going to try to formulate or emulate something that goes with that or something that goes against that. Right. And just be okay. It, just as a person, be okay with going against what you already thought you knew. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I agree with you on and that. Just That's be very okay key. with that. Be okay with that. And that's probably the hardest part. People grow up thinking, oh, I'm supposed to do this, and I'm supposed to be this way because this is what I saw. Well, times change. People change. That doesn't make it wrong. That doesn't make you wrong for not wanting to do that. 
It just means you need to do something different. That's yeah. How, it's just that simple. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Uncle Bip and Auntie Bop may not have had it right. <laughs> so you don't need to necessarily, <laughs> you know, follow follow that scenario. Um well, I, hey, Dr. Newton, it's been great. It's a great conversation. Uh, I mentioned to some of your social media. How can people reach you? How can they see what you're doing? What are some of the ways they can contact you? Well, originally I had this under everything Lashana LLC, and it got a little bit bigger than I anticipated. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I All right. Church and state, so to speak, um, just to kind of keep track of things a little bit better. So, Previously, I, I, and if you're still following everything Lashana LLC, that's totally fine. I want you to continue to follow me there. That's still more so towards my um, mm-hmm. creative arts. But the new um, social media is C3 Project. That's the letter mm-hmm. C, the number three, Project mm-hmm. LLC. And the C3 stands for Conversation College Change. So if you look me up on Facebook, Instagram, or YouTube under C3 Project LLC, you will find me. Um, that's where I post all of my upcoming events this particular show i posted there and nice. um anything else that i might be doing or that's coming up is there Excellent. if you i'm now i'm now taking clients i finally got to a place where i can take oh really clients, so oh yeah, god so that is great yeah i'm now i know I, I finally got a balance and so i'm taking clients so if you're interested you can find me there as well that is great. That is great. Now we don't have to keep all this expertise on the week well on the show. They can personalize it and come to you. I like that. I appreciate that. Yes, well, yes, yes, sir. I tell you. Well, Dr. Newton, as always, we appreciate you coming on the show, and, you know, we want to have you back for another exciting topic in the very near future. So I'd like to personally thank you for coming on for this Saturday. Thank you so much. Okay. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, there you have it. You've got some tips on men's health, and you also learn how to handle some of the changes or gender role changes in relationships. So don't forget to join us next week for another exciting episode of the Weekly Wellness Show. Until then, we want you to be healthy, be happy, and be kind.
You thought the beef and cheddar couldn't get any more delicious. And then Arby's added bacon to it. And you thought, oh, okay, now, okay, but it, it can't get any better than that. And then Arby's made them two for six bucks. And, and then you thought, okay, but no, it, it can't get any better than that. <laughs> and you were right. The bacon, beef, and cheddar, two for six bucks. Arby's, we have the meat. At participating Arby's for a limited time. You thought the beef and cheddar couldn't get any more delicious. And then Arby's added bacon to it. And you thought, oh, okay, now, okay, but it, it can't get any better than that. And then Arby's made them two for six bucks. And, and then you thought, okay, but no, it, it can't get any better than that. <laughs> and you were right. The bacon, beef, and cheddar, two for six bucks. Arby's, we have the meat. At participating Arby's for a limited time.